Hi, and welcome to Belated Binge Harry Potter, the re-binge podcast that doesn't take itself or the books too seriously. I'm Zach, your host, revisiting some of the most iconic series in recent memory that I nearly missed, like Harry Potter. Well, I didn't read till I was in like my mid-20s, despite the fact that I grew up with this series as a part of pop culture my whole life. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try something a little bit different on today's episode. So I'm going to be honest with you. It seems like the Harry Potter chapter episodes are starting to maybe get a little stale for the audience here. Uh, so what I thought I'd do is try a topic. And this topic is pretty much um, out there and has been touched from a bunch of different angles. So I thought I would give you my angle as well. And that is the recently announced, confirmed Harry Potter TV series. I'm going to give you my thoughts, how it could work, and why it won't. The Belated Binge Podcast. Alright, before we get into it, this podcast will have spoilers. Seriously, if you haven't read these books by now or seen the movies, you're even later than I was. Uh, as I mentioned, I'm going to try something a little bit different in this one. Uh, I, we're not going to be recapping a, uh, a, a chapter of the book. We're going to uh, take a slight little break from the chapter episodes for now. It seems like maybe... Um, Maybe you're maybe the audience is hoping for uh, something a little bit uh, different here for a bit. Uh, also, trying uh, video, uh, if you hadn't noticed. So, um, if you're watching on YouTube, I've tried video in the past. I, I tried to make this a video podcast early on, uh, and it became a lot to maintain um, for the time, and uh, it wasn't giving me quite the. I didn't quite have the the presence I guess on YouTube to to justify the video to be honest with you but since I am making videos for YouTube uh, uh with Harry Potter content I thought why not flip the camera on for this episode uh and and let you see my face if you want to if not there's still an audio version that's available on all of the major podcast platforms um shout out real quick before I get too far into this to Alex and Katie, the bonus binge squad over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash belated binge can get you early access to the episode as well as bonus episodes. I also try to put all the, um, the, the videos that I've been doing, I try to put them there first as well. So you get an early peek at all of that. Let me know your thoughts. And obviously, um, if you have some thoughts as to video content that you would like for those skits that I've been doing, um, would welcome them here as well as uh, over on Patreon. So you can check that out, and that's all I'm going to plug for right now. Uh, we're we're doing this one slightly different too. This one's uh, it's almost like a it's almost like one of my bonus episode series that I do uh, for Patreon. <clears throat> Another shameless plug i guess that wasn't planned uh and that's kind of the point this episode's not going to be quite as planned out as the chapter episodes obviously the chapter episodes there's extensive note taking because i gotta remember what happened in the chapter to be able to review it with you and recite it give my thoughts try to mix in a little bit of humor and my reactions and 
and do some of the deep dive stuff. So that takes quite a bit of note taking. And so the episodes end up being fairly scripted most of the time when that is the uh, topic that we're going to be covering. Um, this one, not so much. Uh, this is going to be a little bit more like my Behind the Mic series that is completely off the top of my head when I do those for patrons. Um, this one's not going to be quite that uh, freestyled, but uh, I've just got some general you know, ideas that I'm going to kind of talk through, and we're going to do it a little bit on the fly, I guess, uh, in as it relates to the new Harry Potter TV series that it's out there, it's been out there now. A lot of people have done their you know, live reactions to it, whether that be on social media or you know podcasts that are more news focused or um, you know, recent topic focused. I guess you could. Say. I don't know. I'm I'm talking about like the Muggle casts of the world, uh, where they are, you know, kind of the uh, what do they call themselves the the weekly ride into the Wizarding World fandom and. Um, they, I, I know they've they've covered this. I know lots of, um, a lot of other podcasts have covered this in different forms and fashions. I know um, some YouTube creators have covered this, and so you might ask, why the heck am I? And well, I figured it was my turn, <laughs> I guess, uh, and I actually did uh, my reactions for patrons. Uh, in the moment, so you they got my like, you know, kind of right as the news broke. I basically just pulled my phone out and started talking to them. Um, now I've had some time with it. I've had some time with the fandom in to kind of see what the reactions have been, and I thought, why not do an actual episode for the main feed about the TV series and kind of go through it like this. This is what I figure. I'll give you my basic initial reaction to it. And then I'm going to tell you how I think it could work really well. And then I'm going to tell you why it's not gonna. So let's get into that. My basic initial reaction was somewhat mixed, to be honest with you. Um, but all in all, positive. Like, I came to the Potter fandom late. That's kind of the whole point of the podcast. It's called belated binge for a reason because I was very belated when I came around to the Harry Potter books. I grew up with this series. I was almost the exact same age as what Harry was in the movie canon my whole life because, like, you know, my age has only changed as the, but like, you know, that's how age works. It, if the joke didn't land, I'm sorry. But, um, I, I grew up with it. I didn't read it. I've talked about that on the podcast in the past, why some of the reasons why I didn't read it, but I didn't read it. And I didn't finally read it until I was like 25, 26 years old. Uh, I was my, my early, early days in my professional career and all of that like I was a I was the definition of a grown man reading this book series when I finally went through it and cover to cover first book all the way to the last book and by cover to cover I mean I listened to the audiobooks because I'm not 
uh, a, a big reader. I actually never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, you you don't care how much I actually read words printed on paper because that still happens if you didn't know that. So I was late to this, and when I got done with it, what do you think I wanted? I wanted more Potter, and I saw the movies, and I like l watched the movies through a different lens because I had seen some of the movies or at least parts of some of the movies and bits and pieces and stuff like that um because i was alive when these when the series came out uh, but i saw them through a different lens and i gotta be honest with you i'm while i find them enjoyable to sit and watch as movies i find them very disappointing in a lot of ways because some of my favorite stuff from the books was not included and um, I think that they were very, very important things that were not included into the movies. And I think some of the um, some of the decisions that were made on things to add to the movies instead, like I totally understand cutting things out of movies. That's going to happen because you can't fit a seven books into seven or eight movies. Like it's not going to work that way. You could break every single book into two movies and you're still going to have to cut some stuff out. Like I totally get that. It was the fact that they cut things that were essential to understanding the plot moving forward um, through the end of the movies. And then they had to replace it with kind of silly movieisms that didn't take place in the book or like, they they had to clean they essentially had to clean up their mess because they didn't put in very important bits of information into the movies so you wouldn't know it when it became important later um like i don't know all of Voldemort's backstory and all of those memories and Harry and Dumbledore actually talking about what objects they believed the horcruxes to be kind of important to how the book ends but not included at all in the sixth movie so what you end up with in the seventh movie is them just kind of like wandering around aimlessly getting just plot convenience dropped into their laps and then a weird ear ringing tingling spidey sense when harry gets near a horcrux and goes oh hey that cup thing must be the the thing sure like and they had no idea that it might have to do with the founders of Hogwarts, which is a conversation that he and Dumbledore had many times in the sixth book. Didn't happen in the movie, so what does he get? He gets this, like, weird image in his mind's eye of the Grey Lady for no reason, and, like, a flag or something for Raven. Like, it was just, they had to shoehorn stuff in because of what they left out. And then they also made additions to the movies that just did not need to be there. And they could have not done some of that stuff, like burning down the burrow and using that time to do the important stuff that they cut out, or at least some of it, montages of it, bits of it, nuggets of it, something that makes things make sense that they decided not to do. And that was actually the inspiration behind the topics of these videos that I've been doing for um, for YouTube, and I post them on 
um, you know, like in short form for like the TikToks and the Instagram reels and stuff. Um, I've put them on in YouTube shorts, but it seems as though YouTube hates them so much because nobody, nobody is seeing the shorts versions. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of the, um, I, I took some inspiration from some other creators that I've seen do sort of the, um, do sort of that like producer writer, uh, dynamic and shout out to them for the brilliance of what that's been the big one that I'm most people probably know is pitch meeting. Um, and I've done my best to not just like emulate that, but like, that's so hysterical. And I thought that that general concept really, really fit well into the movie decisions that were made in Harry Potter. And I just thought, why not? Um, why not give it a shot? And so, um, that's what those videos are, are, you know, spawned from, and there's, there's more coming, um, down the pike as well. Uh, and this isn't that this tangent wasn't meant to be to promote those videos, but it actually has a lot to do with my reaction to the TV series and why I think a TV series would be kind of fantastic for adapting the books. Um, especially, you know, the, the, the announcement or whatever included that it's going to be a season per book. Um, and I think you may, you're still going to run into some stuff that you aren't going to be able to include from the books because I, I still, unless the seasons are really long, longer than what you probably are going to be able to get, um, out of this, you're still going to have to streamline some things. And I still think that's fine. Um, I think that that still lends itself really well to telling more of the story and adapting it in a more true to the story way that even if people didn't read the books at all, they would be able to sit down, watch the TV series, binge it, if you will, and understand what's happening and not ask stupid questions like I was asking the whole time I was watching those movies when I hadn't read the books, which is literally why I ended up reading the books because my wife got tired of me asking those questions. Like, why? What is this? She's like, you wouldn't understand because you didn't read the books. It makes sense in the books and it was better in the books. And I was like, all right, fine. I guess I'll read the books. Um, so yeah, now I have a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, I think that's one major thing that the TV series has at its disposal. And I think that while I say that in um, in that it can be more true to the events as they take place in the books on screen than what the movies were able to do, I still think there's an opportunity to, give, to breathe new content into it. Um, and so I'm going to talk about that as I talk a little bit more about why, like how I think the series could really work. Um, but that was that was kind of my initial reaction. I know that there's, you know, there there's obviously the the JK of it all, um, and I I think that's going to be a major factor in how uh, the TV series is received and how it does. Um, but my initial reaction to that as well is um, seeing that they brought her on as a producer. And that was the extent of the announcement, um, I think could be positive for the fandom in that one, 
I think it's it's completely unrealistic to think that there is a single shred, a bit of like real Harry Potter content, like sanctioned Harry Potter content. Um, I don't want to say real because there's some really good like fan stuff out there, but that stuff is not sanctioned. And um, and somebody like you know uh, the. There, there can't be a, a a big profit made off of that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, a big project, real, uh, like, professional, and I, I keep going back to the word sanctioned, Harry Potter content, new content in that way, is going to have to run through the creator of the Harry Potter series. Like, they're going to take their cut. That's just how it is going to have to be. Um but I think that the title of producer suggests that it's it has the potential to be less hands-on. We saw with the Fantastic Beast series that writing for film wasn't the strength. Um, those movies got really messy really quickly uh, after the first movie, which was actually pretty good. Um, they kind of went downhill from there storyline-wise, and it's in... So writing for screen doesn't seem to be a particular strength. Um, but I think there's going to be writer, like TV writers involved. And I think there's going to be an executive producer, a showrunner um, that is not, you know, the author herself. Um, I, I think it's highly possible that that producer title is really just, the permission and the contractual obligation to include but the writing is already done as the source material the books are already written that story already exists that story is what has been beloved for literally decades to the point where people are still talking about it still creating about it it's still a huge like fandom online and while it has become different than what it was uh, perhaps in its heyday, if you will, um, it's still very much in existence. Um, and and we'll talk more about the fandom later in this episode as well. But, I mean, it's it's been 20 years, and this thing is, like, we're still here. We're still doing this stuff. So there's obviously still an appetite for this original series, and that original series is written. So technically, shouldn't have to write a thing. She already did that. It has the opportunity for it to be the contractual obligation and a, and the ability to give the stamp of approval. As long as the showrunner does the original material justice, it's possible that there's not that much involvement. Now, it's also possible that there's a ton of involvement. I like obviously I don't know anything. I'm not an insider. I don't like have a I don't have sources and that are telling me that it's just a you know a, a glor a silent partnership that's going to get them paid I don't know you know like um but it it at least suggests that there the door is open for that to possibly be the outcome here which I think could possibly be the the best case scenario within the fandom right now um and that's kind of I guess that's kind of my hope. Um, 
and that kind of wraps up what my just like initial gut reactions just to the TV series being announced was is kind of like for me personally like I would I welcome new Potter content but I know that it's complicated and that's just kind of where I where I live with it um and I know that there are definitely people who who I rightfully so feel uh, a lot stronger than than I personally do based on just you know where I you know my my involvement in um in the fandom and and just my my being as a person so um yeah it's it it and to wrap it up I think that was pretty like I'm I'm excited for the opportunity to see new Potter content um, and a fresh take on the series in a new medium that I think lends itself much better on the screen than movies do, but I acknowledge how complicated it is to make that happen um, with the troublesome at best and completely toxic relationship at worst um, that the creator of the series has with the fandom itself so that's kind of that's kind of uh where my initial reaction went uh so now i kind of want to talk about the what i how i think this could really work right so this is the optimistic look this is the optimistic view this is how i think the tv series could really really nail it honestly um and for me it is um one, going back to the source material, I think is a safe play um, to a certain extent. But I also think it's an attempt to reestablish some value in the franchise, given kind of the tumultuous place that it's in right now with the fandom. Um, so I think recreating the story everyone loved in the first place is a, it's kind of their only quote unquote safe option that they have. Um, and and I think they can if they do it right, I think it can really land for not only the current fandom that is open to watching it, um, but also to new viewers who may be getting introduced to the fandom for the first time. Um, I think the thing that could that I think would be really cool is if the series was the same story but it mixes in different perspectives. So rather than like the books being told and you know written essentially through Harry's perspective um, and, and everything we see being what he sees, I think it would be really cool if it was shot from multiple characters' perspectives throughout and allowing us to see things that, were, that we know were happening at a given time but we're happening off page or that we kind of hear about later or that we have to speculate kind of how that went sort of thing. Um, an example of this that I think I pulled for those just initial episodes I was doing for, um, for Patreon is like imagine the opening season, the pilot episode, right? The chapter of the book is you know, Life of Vernon Dursley, through his perspective, weird people in cloaks acting kind of strange, and then it cuts to where the movies decided to introduce 
the story with Dumbledore um, coming on to Privet Drive. He meets up with uh, Professor McGonagall, and they start talking, and they actually, in the books, really um, talk about a lot of information. They talk about Voldemort um, being gone. They talk about James and Lily. They talk about Hagrid. They talk about a lot before Hagrid shows up with baby Harry. He gets left on the doorstep. Bam, bada, boom. But we know that there's more happening in this, like, based on what Dumbledore and McGonagall are talking about, and later books establish what was actually going on in that precise moment. Like, I think that first episode could be really cool if you get some, maybe you get some flashes of Vernon Dursley's day kind of introducing that almost just a few cuts of that. And then you, and then you really focus on Dumbledore, um, maybe telling as he's telling professor McGonagall, the story, of you know what happened with Voldemort and stuff like that, maybe we're seeing it. Um, I've also seen it suggested, and I'd be open to this too, if the series actually opened with Voldemort showing up at Godric's Hollow and you know killing the Potters, and we see it take place. I think that could be really cool um, if that's how they chose to do it. I would be open to that because again, it still follows exactly what happened in the books just from a different angle a different perspective and i think it'd be cool if you if either through dumbledore telling mcgonagall we get flashes and we get to actually see it visually um or if you show it uh actually happening like if that's what you open with um either way i think that would be a to me a welcomed um opening to the uh, the series and and I think the the way that I I would really like to see that take place. Sorry, I'm I know this looks so silly, but there was like a bug crawling on my desk, and I found something flat that I thought I could smoosh it with, and I don't know if I was successful. It might just be on my clothes now. Um, anyways, uh, the uh, like here's a here's a practical example. So. Say either through the conversation that Dumbledore and McGonagall are having, or just flat out opening on this, and it's the main content of the scene. Either way, I'm good. But we see Voldemort show up at Godric's Hollow. We see him take out the Potters. We see him, his reaction, and we see the blowback. We see him disappear. We see Baby Harry in the crib, like crying or whatever. And you know, we get more of the story. We see. Hagrid show up to pick him up and maybe we see some flashes of that missing 24 hours that the fandom has been really really bugging about for 20 years wanting to know what happened in that 24 hour period between when the Potters were killed and Hagrid shows up with Harry literally 24 hours later uh, on Privet Drive so you could show some of that you could also show at this very same time Sirius and Hagrid, you know, Sirius giving him the motorcycle. You could show Sirius taking off, trying to get to Peter Pettigrew. You could see that altercation. You could see Sirius being arrested and kind of like laughing in the um, in the hysteria of it all. You could see all of that happening in that first episode, and it could be a really cool way to open it and be like, yeah, this is the events that you know took place at this time, but we are showing them to you in a completely different way while still being 
true to the story as it took place. Um, and, and that's one – obviously that that's one um, – that's one scenario where you could see that play out and you wouldn't have to, it could be done in cool ways where it's almost cuts and flashes a little bit. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a full episode of this. And therefore you have to cut stuff out from what was actually written down in the page in a later episode, because you use time on this kind of thing. Uh, I think again, if done properly, or um, I guess if, if executed well, that could that could really pop, uh, in my opinion, for for the current fandom. You know that, like I said, is open to a new TV series, giving them something, giving them a new way to take in the story that they already know. Um, and that's um, that's kind of that's kind of my thoughts on on a really cool way that they could tell the story through the series and i and i think that could really work um another thing that i think could really work from it is if it is going well i think you have so many spin-off opportunities with it that could be executed into other tv series or mini series um that that are the things that i think a lot of the fandom has been clamoring for and that they're not getting with this i think this could lead to it in a really cool way um in a in a really like a really fleshed out way. So for instance, you could start a Marauder series at the point in season three, when the Marauder story is introduced, um, whether I I've heard people suggest that one already. I I've heard them suggest that maybe one of the episodes is like a full flashback episode and you're showing the Marauders. And ultimately what you're doing is that flashback episode is the pilot for the Marauders series. And I think that's a cool option to do. Um, I don't necessarily know that that would be the way I would necessarily execute it because, again, I think, I think even in series form, you're going to be losing a lot from this the book story already. And I think that the the way that they can do this, be true to the books while still introducing new things is a bit more short, like inclusions in different angles throughout the episodes. So I think it's probably more like the Shrieking Shack uh, episode has like a small chunk of it that is a flashback for them. And that can be the catalyst for what leads into the pilot of the Marauders. Uh, spinoff series and that's not the only one I, like I said I, I know that one's been suggested before uh, so it's not really you're not getting something breaking new you know new idea big shiny thing here but I do have other ideas <laughs> um, in that same vein you can spin off there's so many spinoffs you can do you can spin off a Voldemort origin story from the memory episodes in season six you can start a Dumbledore spinoff story from the life and lies of Albus Dumbledore book episode in season seven, you can continue the story of the trio and like bridge the gap and even continue through cursed child. If you want to after season seven, as much as I can't stand the story of cursed child, like I know that I have a feeling they really want to make that movie. <laughs> um, you could use the TV series to kind of like bridge the 
end of uh end of the book series to the point where a cursed child happens then the movie happens um and then kind of go wherever you want from there uh i i think you can do that from you know the the end of season seven i think you can even um i know a lot of people have clamored for a founders series or like a founders mini series at the least and, and i think you could do that at a couple of cool points throughout and i think it would be centered around the sorting hat um i'm thinking maybe i think it's um book five so it'd be season five uh i think isn't that like the the sorting hats warning one uh if i'm not mistaken so where he i think that's one where he does do a pretty um extensive uh explanation of the founders and the houses and stuff in in that one and i think that'd be a really good one too then like I said, spin off like a, a mini series or a or a founder series and, and and I think I think that is a really I think it's a really cool opportunity. I really do. Um I think if if there are enough people interested in seeing Harry Potter TV content, I think if they were to execute that the way I just described, I think it could really, really work. I don't know if it'd be Game of Thrones. I don't know if it would be The Office. I don't know if it would be Sopranos in terms of just like how big it could possibly be, but I think it could be really, really good. Uh, and I think if they do this really, really well, then the audience is going to come. At least enough of the audience is going to come because this fandom is still so big and there are still so many people that fall within it that want to see new stuff there is um there's going to be a section that isn't that's that is going to take place and honestly that's okay that that is the case um i i i personally do not blame anyone who is just not interested in in doing it anymore and because of you know what what's been happening with the author in in, in of the series and in the stuff that that she's been saying on Twitter, um, you know about the transgender community and like I get it if if you're if you are out, I am I support you being out. I'm just saying I think there are probably still enough people that would be in that it could be successful again if executed. Um, in a really, uh, in a really solid and uh, and intriguing way. If they just, if they just play it like totally safe, and the acting falls flat, and the casting isn't that good, it's not shot that well, the special effects aren't that good. Like, if it's not that good, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hit. But if it's really good, it's gonna hit. I think it is. But it's got to be really good. And I think what I just explained or, you know, the idea I just put forth, I think that could be really good if they did it. So that's how I think it could work. But I don't think it will. And this is why. This is why I don't think it's going to work. Uh, and it all pretty much comes down to, we've talked about the you, the the situation with the author and... I think that that has just poured just an insane amount of fuel onto 
a toxic dumpster fire that I feel this fandom is right now. It is so, so, like, divided and just, I, the only word I can ever think to describe it right now is toxic. There are, there are still lots of good people in the fandom that either want new Harry Potter content or they don't. Um, and, and they're still, they're still good people and they don't yell at people online, but like, it's the internet. People yell at each other online. That's what they do. And it is loud, very loud right now. And I don't see it getting quieter with the TV series. Get it like when it gets started. I think that every casting announcement that's made is just going to be ripped to shreds by people who wanted somebody else. Or I can't believe you think that this person could do it. Or if this, I can't believe you're not casting Dan, Emma, and Rupert. It's like, yeah, because like, they don't wanna, and they're not eleven anymore. Um, I do think, uh, side tangent that I didn't mention earlier with what I think could be really good, uh, in the TV series is I do think that you have some of the previous cast that would be interested and open to parts in this TV series. Obviously, they can't. In most of the cases, they're not going to be able to take their old role again. But I think it could be really really interesting um and a really fun nod if they took on different characters um some of the ones that i've suggested before on like patron episodes is like um like what if tom felton played like remus lupin i think he could nail it and that like and having that that range of, oh, this was Draco, now it's Remus? Like, that could be some really cool stuff that they could do. Um, and, and I think there's at least a few, Tom Felton included, that would would actually want to come back and be a part of this. So, I don't know, like I said, but I just, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that people, I don't think that the the environment right now within the Harry Potter fandom is going to allow this TV series to be the success that it could have been at one time for sure. Um, And that maybe it could be at some point that isn't right now. But I don't know. I just don't think that... I don't think that it's going to... I think think the... I think those opposed are going to be so loud that it doesn't have the opportunity to be given any like benefit of the doubt or any like any leeway really um i think it's i think it's possible that they pull the plug quick if there are um if there's a lot of backlash against it um and i think that's highly possible with where we are in the fandom so that's why i think that it probably won't work even though there is a way that they could do it and it'd be really cool if there wasn't so much outside noise that is relevant noise don't get like i want to make that very clear like it is it is very relevant noise to the conversation like if if this thing tanks 
it's not going to be without a direct line to JK's Twitter account. Like, she essentially would be sabotaging her own you know, series and, and the own fandom you know, that, that rallied around her work. I mean, that's the part of this that just, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go down that road in this podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, but as a, as a, about as neutral of a, of a third party and, and new person, just like showing up to this as a, as a grown adult, it's, yeah, it, I, I don't see anything, um, I, I, there's not a lot of welcoming at the moment for new Potter content. And I don't see how this thing survives it. But we'll see. I'm wrong several times a day. So I could be very much wrong about this. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. I know it was a little bit different than what I've been doing with the chapter recaps. Um, but some of the topic episodes that I've posted from when I've gone on to other podcasts uh, on, you know, where I, I go on their show and then they give me permission to post the episode on my feed as well. Some of those have um, seemed to have gotten a pretty, uh, a decent response in the, in the download. So maybe you're, um, maybe you're just feeling a little more topical right now and that's totally fine. We can, we can revisit the chapters, um, you know, down the road here. If, uh, if some of these topics, if some of these topics really, really land for you, um, like I said earlier, check out the the YouTube videos. Those are really fun to do. So I'm really hoping that those catch on um, because they, like I said, they're they're really fun to do. They're really fun to write, they're fun to shoot. Um, I even don't hate editing them, <laughs> uh, which is uh, which is also a plus. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe. Uh, if you are listening on one of the many pod cast apps out there please uh leave a leave a rating and review and um all of that there's uh the website is a place to get links to literally all the things uh belatedbinge.com i don't really know how else to 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 sign off of this other than to just say you know thanks bye <laughs>